0: From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday the 2nd of August 2022. Good afternoon. Today we're going to be talking about the US airstrike that killed al-Qaeda's leader. However, we'll also be discussing three of today's other important stories and discussing how technology is being used to solve crime in the UK. But first, the US kills its most wanted man. After being hunted by the United States and its allies for more than 20 years, yesterday President Biden announced that the U.S. had killed Ayman al-Zawahi, the leader of Al-Qaeda. According to senior officials, al-Zawahi was killed by a precision CIA drone strike at 6.18 a.m. local time on Sunday. It took some time to confirm that al-Zawahi had in fact been killed due to the lack of U.S. assets on the ground. Al-Zawahi was one of the US's most wanted terrorists, having been instrumental in the planning and execution of the attacks on US embassies in Kenya and Tanzania in August 1998, the attacks on the USS Cole in Yemen back in October 2000, and the September 11th attack on the United States. This final attack remaining, to this day, the deadliest terrorist attack in human history. Following the attacks, the U.S. placed a 25 million U.S. dollar bounty on his head. At the time, al-Zawahi was the personal physician of al-Qaeda's then-leader, Osama bin Laden, and widely seen as bin Laden's closest confidant. Following the death of bin Laden as part of a U.S. Navy SEALs operation, al-Zawahi took over the leadership of al-Qaeda in 2011. According to White House officials, al-Zawahi and his family moved into a safe house in downtown Kabul, following the U.S.'s withdrawal from Afghanistan. He was subsequently spotted on a number of occasions on a balcony, which, it is understood, was the target of the attack. Officials confirmed that while al-Zawahi's family members were present in the flat at the time of the attack, they were not targeted and were not harmed. Announcing the news, President Joe Biden confirmed that he had given the final approval to kill al-Zawahi and said that justice had now been delivered.
1: Justice has been delivered and this terrorist leader is no more. People around the world no longer need to fear the vicious and determined killer. The United States continues to demonstrate our resolve and our capacity to defend the American people against those who seek to do us harm. You know, we, we, uh, we, we make it clear again tonight that no matter how long it takes, no matter where you hide, if you are a threat to our people, the United States will find you, and take you out.
0: The Senate Intelligence Committee was briefed on the strike beforehand. Ted Cruz, a member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, praised the operation, calling it an important accomplishment, highlighting that this strike should be a message to terrorists near and far. If you conspire to kill Americans, we will find and kill you. It is currently unclear who will succeed al Zawahi as leader of the terrorist group. Okay, so that's the biggest story of the day. But there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is due to begin a controversial visit to Taiwan today, despite warnings from China that such a visit would lead to a very serious situation and grave consequences. There had been uncertainty for weeks as to whether Pelosi would make the stop during her ongoing tour of Asia. During this time, China strongly and publicly protested the idea, saying it would be a gross interference in China's internal affairs. President Biden cautioned against Speaker Pelosi's visit, but his National Security Council spokesperson said she has the right to go and the White House respects Congress's independence. Taiwan is self-ruled, but China claims it as its own territory under its One China principle. The US has a robust, unofficial relationship with Taiwan. Exactly how China responds remains to be seen, but responses could include economic retaliation, military drills, greater warplane incursions, and more. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Pakistan's former Prime Minister Imran Khan, who still looms large over the country's politics, received illegal foreign funding, according to Pakistan's Electoral Commission. The ruling could see Khan, who is vying for a route back to high office, and his party banned from Pakistani politics. A three-member tribunal ruled that Khan's PTI party got funds from the US, Australia and the UAE and kept hidden bank accounts, breaking a law against foreign funding of political parties. A PTI spokesperson denied any wrongdoing and said the party will challenge the ruling. Khan was ousted in April by a no-confidence vote and has been rallying his supporters and demanding fresh elections since then. The Russian Foreign Ministry has updated its list of sanctioned individuals, adding 39 senior British politicians, business people and journalists. The likes of the Labour Party leader Keir Starmer, the former Prime Minister David Cameron, journalist Robert Peston, and presenter Piers Morgan are all now banned from entering the country. Piers Morgan responded on Twitter that Russia wasn't on my immediate vacation to-do list. In a statement, the Russian Foreign Ministry confirmed that it had decided to add onto the Russian stop list a number of British politicians, businessmen, and journalists who contribute to London's hostile course aimed at the demonisation of our country and contributing to its international isolation. The Foreign Ministry also confirmed that, given London's destructive drive to spin the sanctions flywheel, it would continue expanding the Russian stop list. That's all we have time for on YouTube today, but if you want to see our discussion on how technology is being used to solve crime in the UK, then be sure to watch the extended and free edition of the Daily Briefing over on Nebula. Nebula subscribers not only get everything you've already watched ad-free, but also an extended edition of the show every single day, available to watch on Nebula or stream on your podcast app of choice. So if you want to support the channel and get a more extensive daily briefing every day, you'll want to sign up.